Next on BYU Sports Nation, homecoming spectacular, the confidence and nerves surrounding BYU football. All access with head coach Bronco Mendenhall. Why is BYU more motivated than they have been all year? Plus, Boom Shakalaka 2.0 defending three-point champ Skylar Halford live to preview the BYU Basketball Showcase. Let's go. Woo! This is BYU Sports Nation, brought to you by the BYU Store, simulcast on BYU-TV and BYU-Radio. Now, from Studio B, here's Spencer Linton and Jerem Jordan. You gotta get your groove on before you go get paid. BYU Sports Nation on your radio, television, and other media machines. Presented by the BYU Store, your home for authentic BYU products. Friday, October 17th, this is how we do it. I'm Spencer Linton, teamed up with that guy, the star of Forever Plaid. Jerem Jordan. <laughs> if there was a sitcom, I might be have a cameo on that. You know that's a Broadway play, right? Is it? Forever Plaid. Yeah. You, haven't, you, haven't, you know about Forever Plaid? No. This is something you absolutely forever should know. Forever Plaid. I want to be forever Plaid. You heard it here first on BYU Sports Nation. Wherever and however you're dialed in. Great to have you with us. I have one word for you. Stop singing? Oh, okay. Boom shakalaka. Yeah. Woo. Tonight. What in the world is that, Jerem? It's a, uh, a piece of awesomeness uh, descended <laughs> from the heavens, uh, risen from the dews of the crust of the earth. That is the BYU Basketball Showcase. The men and women's basketball teams will kind of be introduced tonight, 9 Eastern time, BYU TV, and watch ESPN. Dunk contest, skill competition, three-point shootout. It's going to be awesome. I thought the BYU Roar of Cougars student section account on Twitter put it, put it nicely. When, when someone asked, what is Boom Shakalaka? They said, imagine the NBA All-Star break. Meets Midnight Madness with a BYU twist. BYU twist. So a bunch of well-groomed individuals? Is that what that means? Yeah. Oh, and it starts with a prayer, of course. Right? <laughs> this is the brainchild Can we of sing the anthem tonight? Jerem Jordan and basketball SID Kyle Chilton. Incredible atmosphere last year. I oh, watched it on so my plane fun. ride to Houston and was just absolutely intrigued by it. We yeah, expect it the same this year. It was great. It's going to be awesome. Yeah, tune in tonight, 9 Eastern time. We're hosting this. We're, we're stoked, man. Dunk contest, three point shootout, skills competition, the Jazz Bear judging the dunk contest. Jazz Bear's going to be there. Dave Lamont, who's going to call the game for ESPN tomorrow, BYU in Nevada, he will be on the judging panel. Yeah. Hashtag BYU Boom. Believe it. Yeah, yeah. We created a hashtag. Hashtag BYU Boom. You want to comment on that? Use hashtag BYU Boom. Join our conversation 24 7 using the hashtag BYUSN with today's Twitter question. How do you feel about tomorrow's BYU versus Nevada game? Nervous, confident, other, why? Explain yourself. Hashtag BYUSN at JMAN426. Nervous but excited. You still just don't know exactly how they will play. It will be a great game and a hard-fought battle. I am intrigued by what I am going to see each and every week now with this BYU team. Because it's like a new team each week, given how many injuries and personnel changes they've had to make. Well, hopefully not. It's unbelievable. Hopefully not next week. Hopefully it's the... Version 2.0 again. I don't want to go to a third version of this team. I expect to watch good, entertaining football. That, that's what Utah I expect State, tomorrow. that was, okay, Utah State was death, right? There was life, and then that was death, and then this is the post-mortal. Okay, this is resurrection? No, <laughs> no, I'm not going there. <laughs> BYU Sports Nation simulcast and beautiful radio vision yeah. on BYU Radio and on BYU TV. Rise and shout on this Friday. It's time for What's Trending. What's Trending in BYU Sports Nation. Topic one. No, no. Tell us how you really feel. 
We're noticing this growing feeling of uncertainty across BYU Sports Nation about the approaching BYU football game against the Nevada Wolfpack. On one end, there's some brash confidence. BYU's at home. They had nine days off. They had confidence after the UCF game. Three and three Nevada. That's who we're talking about. Come on, man. There's, there's confidence all over the place. Oh, and then the insiders have BYU with a distinct advantage, Jerry. Which brings us to the stat of the day. It's the BYU Sports Nation stat of the day. 12 BYU's 12-point favorite versus Nevada. That does not make, make any sense to me. 12? Why? Do, do the insiders know something that we don't? Listen, what a, I don't even know what to think about this game, really. 12-point favorite? I would just say put this straight up at, like, 3-point favorite for BYU, and let's go. I'm guessing they're looking at Nevada at 3-3 three and three with a questionable defense. Nevada. Let's just say it for what it is. A bad defense. 122nd ranked pass defense. 103rd in total defense overall. Like, it, is that where this game is, is shifting for BYU to be a 12-point favorite? But what's BYU's offense? Like, I, I don't know. In, in six quarters, Christian Stewart has produced one touchdown drive that's been more than 26 yards. And that, like, that's... Like, like I, I need to see BYU... Uh, put some stuff together with longer drive. I think they can do it. Just they benefited from turnovers and capitalized, which is the best thing ever, right? But I, the BYU offense still needs to find its identity. That's where some of the nerves kick in. Yes. We'll get to that in just a yes. moment. BYU beat Nevada Reno in Reno last year. No way Cougars are losing three in a row. Oh, there's no way BYU is not going to lose again. The, the blue goggle people have, are really quieted. Like it's, well, no, it's different. Now it's like, oh, this guy. What are we playing for? <laughs> BYU knows how to defend a dual-threat quarterback. Guess what? They defended Taysom Hill all through fall camp and all of last year. They should understand the dynamic of what Cody Fajardo does. And you have young linebackers stepping up. I love the tweet by Diana Allen. Still feeling numb. I think that's really fair. Yeah. BYU fans are still numb from getting broken up with Taysom Hill, essentially. Like, that relationship is over for the rest of the season. I'll never get over <laughs> This is a desperation game, and I use the word desperation. <laughs> yes, yes. Because of my conversation with Bronco Mendenhall, here's what he told me about his team and their hunger for victory. There's actually more edge on our team now. There's more desire. There's more humility. There's more hunger. There's more determination. There's more unity. There's more grit. Um, whether that translates into better play or not, it will over time, as long as they stay resilient enough. But I, I actually like um, where we currently are. You use that word grit again. Uh-oh. <laughs> you can hear the rest of that 10 oh, minutes. Oh, no! Of that conversation in about 10 minutes on BYU Sports Nation. Michael Elisa joined us on set as well, Jerem. And you know what I love about him? Hashtag real talk. Listen to this. We're not starved, but we're hungry. Extremely hungry. And we need to have a good game against Nevada. Um, that's the only way really to, to, you know, get our morale back up in the locker room because it has been tested over the past two weeks. Later, I held his feet to the fire and said, do you need to win? And he said, yeah, I need to win. We need to win. Real talk. We need to beat Nevada. Why isn't it real talk all the time? I wish it it were that way. Just always real talk. The downright anxiety slash nervousness from many of you. And from a point that Jerem brought up about what, what is BYU's offense? Hey, they've lost two straight. What if, what if BYU loses again? All hope for a great season? 
gone out the window? Yeah, great. Yeah, great. Great to me is like double 11, digit wins, twelve wins, whatever. Uh, you know. Uh, yeah, yeah. Obtaining yeah. core objectives. Absolutely. And and that is that is the the nervousness associated with this game is all those injuries. Uh, you still don't know what BYU team this is. I talked a lot about being encouraged, right? In, but the encouragement means very little if BYU does not meet beat Nevada. In fact, it almost means nothing because it's a 3-3 three and three Nevada team that BYU should beat at home. What does that mean for the rest of the season? Not, not good. Yeah. If you don't beat Nevada at home, why would you beat Boise State exactly. on the road? And Cal, for that matter. And Cal, yeah. So many injuries. Perhaps no Jamal Williams. What in the heck He's happened? questionable. Apparently BYU ankles are jinxed. I don't know. Who starts on Saturday for the offense and defense? What's the team identity? All of these these things factoring in. Two weeks ago, it was so awesome. What happened? Okay, oh, by the way, BYU matched up against Nevada, which Bronco Mendenhall dubbed the best offense BYU has faced to date in 2014. Okay, they haven't faced... Super dynamic that's, offenses this that's year. That's saying a lot about the BYU offenses that BYU's faced. But so they weren't great. Nevada has a guy named Cody Fajardo. And unlike last year, he is not hampered. He's 100%. Ryan Radke, the voice of the Wolfpack, talked about that. This year, the knee is 100% healthy. He's got that burst back that he had in, in previous seasons. And that's really what makes him such a dangerous player. The way Nevada's offense goes, he has to be a threat to run. Okay, we've, we've talked about all the reasons BYU Sports Nation should feel confident and all the reasons BYU Sports Nation should not feel confident, should feel nervous. Now so, let's just play anxiety. the game. Some <laughs> anxiety. Okay, let's Jeremy, just have yeah. boom and then do whatever you need to do in tomorrow. four minutes. Yeah, exactly. Well, so, Cody Fajardo, by the way, he's a really good quarterback. Like, BYU should be a little concerned on, on defense. Uh He's one of eight QBs to lead his team in rushing and passing. Taysom Hill would have probably meant, made that nine. He's uh, second in total offense in Nevada history, four-year start only to Colin Kaepernick. Like, the dude can ball. Oh, yeah, that Watch, guy. I've watched like four or five Nevada games this year, and I'm impressed with them. They've lost some close games. Uh, they're 3-3, three and three, but they're kind of they're sneaky. Beat lost Washington by... State that beat Utah. Thus, <laughs> Nevada is greater than Utah. <laughs> nice. 5-1 and one, Utah. Look at them. They're going to go bowling. Kyle Whittingham will still have a job after this year. That. Former Cougar. Uh, Nevada lost by, you know, seven at Arizona. Good Arizona team. Uh, five to Boise State in a shootout. And seven to somebody else that I can't remember. Seven to Colorado State. Colorado State, who's five and one as well. Okay, Jerem. This is a dangerous game for BYU. I, like, I'm legitimately concerned about what happens in this game. Hashtag real talk. Are you nervous? Yes, absolutely. Absolutely nervous. Because if and – I'm, and I'm nervous for BYU uh, – to, like the not to win kind of mentality, because BYU's at home. They've had nine days. You know, second start for Christian Stewart. Those things you think like, okay, things will get better, but because of all the injuries, just BYU. I'm not sure they know what they are, who they are right now, and that makes me nervous. The BYU that faced Utah State going into that game, if Taysom Hill was the only injury, I'd feel great about BYU's chances of winning out. Still, I would with Christian Stewart. Because of the opponents, because of all the, those guys. But if you rank the top five BYU football players in, in uh, I'll say, particular order. Let's go Hill, Williams. Bills. Uh, Bills. Fua. Fua Leslie. Probably. Okay. Four of those five right now are injured. 
Question like, that, yeah, like that's really bad. Mm. Jamal Williams needs to play in this game. He made the difference on the road last year against a worse Nevada team. 219 rushing yards. 188 in the second half. If Jamal doesn't play in that game last year, I don't think BYU wins the game. So if Jamal doesn't play tomorrow, I am even more nervous. Hashtag real talk with Jerem. Now it's my turn. Yeah, I'm nervous because this is a turning point game. BYU has dropped two straight. If they lose to Nevada, four and three, why are you confident heading up to Boise State? You're looking at the prospect of legitimately going four and four. Then you're like, what happened to the season? So Instead this is of maybe a six and two. crucial game. Here's the good news. The last time I felt this way in terms of nervousness, kind of like uncertainty, when BYU was headed to Texas this year, okay? They were playing with a lot to prove. BYU, I take no consolation in that fact. BYU, I don't care if you don't take consolation in the fact. I do. BYU has a lot to play for, much like they did against Texas. They have a lot to prove. There's the desperation factor that Bronco Mendenhall and Michael Elisa just mentioned. You just heard it. They're more confident. They're more hungry than they've been at any point this year. That's why I am nervous, but in a good way. BYU's just littered with injuries. Like, send this team into Texas, and that'd be a more interesting game. Uh, and is Texas better than Nevada? I don't know. I don't know. But I, a feeling is different than what will BYU do on the field. Like, I am so in. If BYU comes out and wins by 17-plus, like, okay, we can look back to, like, all right, they ramped it up, and the Nevada Pasty isn't very good, and BYU took advantage and played well, and I hope that happens. But I'm, I am legitimately nervous about this game because of what it means for this whole season. How do you feel about tomorrow's BYU versus Nevada game? Nervous or confident? Why? Let's go to the Twitter machine. It's Twitter time. At Family Budge, cautiously optimistic. More time for the offense to gel between games. Had nine days off. Still worried about the defense, which is fair. Okay, Some people are worried about the offense and not so much about the defense because of what they saw with the young linebackers, Fred Warner and Sione Takitaki. And Travis Tuiloma and Logan Tyle on the defensive line. Why would BYU's defense uh, maintain or even get better with all these losses? Like, just, that doesn't make sense, Right. Let me tell you the difference. Turnovers. That's how they offset the amount of people lost in, on defensively. You know Alani Fua to make certain plays? You forced some turnovers. You got one on special teams. Uh, you got a couple on defense, some picks. Crucial uh, one before halftime. Yes. You set up short fields, and the BYU offense took it. That's how this BYU defense can be, maintain or be better than it was before when it was healthy. You know what teams create turnovers? Desperate teams. Ball hawking teams. Teams that absolutely know they're backed into a corner and they will fight and scrap and claw okay why wasn't BYU that way when they were ranked when they needed it the most you know you know what that's I mean? a like, great question it's easy to, that's it's, a great question it's so easy to be desperate when times are hard it's so easy like yes you should be that's it's the when, challenge of coaching how do you it's when how do you make are, your team desperate when you're winning yes when times are good are you maintaining the same kind of desperation at Tiankam 86 I feel confident because C. Stu B.Y. Stu showed well against UCF and Nevada has defensive issues. We brought it's those the up. Perfect week to pass the rock a lot. Although I want BYU to pound it, I do. That's the strength of the offense. At GK Thurston, confident Christian Stewart will be more confident and have practices, which he did, passing this week. We know he can pass. Give him another week. What can he do a week 
stronger as the number one quarterback with this BYU football team. You would think that there will be improvement, right? You got to see a leap. You got to go over 200 yards passing. Also trending in BYU Sports Nation, boom shakalaka. Use the hashtag BYUBoom tonight as you watch live on BYU TV and or watch ESPN. Jeremy and I hosting the BYU Basketball Showcase. Women's volleyball, they're still winning 11 in a row. They're at San Diego tonight, 9 Eastern. You can watch that live on the W.TV. Alexa Gray and company going for 12 straight, looking to move up the top 10 in those rankings. And then another brainchild of Jerem Jordan tomorrow. We call it Countdown to Kickoff. Oh, I'm just one of the many. No, you're, you're just a genius. You should just take more credit. I got a 23 on the ACT. Pat, pat I'm, you not on the back. A, I'm not a genius. And up that was next, the second time. BYU Football All Access. My weekly sit-down interview with Bronco Mendenhall. Why the Cougars' motivation is at a new high. BYU Sports Nation presented by the BYU Store, your home for authentic BYU products. Spencer Linton and Jerem Jordan live on a Friday from Studio B. Follow the show on Twitter at BYU Sports Nation. Tonight, Boom Shakalaka, 9 boom, p.m. Shakalaka. Eastern. Thank you for that, Marcus Smith of BYU Radio. Boom Shakalaka. 9 p.m. Eastern time tonight on BYU TV and the Watch ESPN app and watchespn.com. Uh, dunk contest, three-point shootout, skills competition, 9 p.m. Eastern, live from the Smithfield House. Your first chance to see guys like Corbin Kafusi, Isaac Nielsen, Chase Fisher, Jamal Ates. It's going to be awesome. Corbin is tall. He can jump really high. And oh, yeah, Tyler Haas is still on the team. How do you feel about tomorrow's BYU-Nevada football game? Nervous or confident? Use the hashtag BYUSN when yes. you respond. With your answer. Every week I go one-on-one with BYU head football coach Bronco Mendenhall as part of our BYU football all-access on BYU Sports Nation. The back half of the season of what has become a very intriguing roller coaster field season starts on Saturday. How does Bronco regroup after back-to-back losses and get his team back in the win column? All-access goes now. Bronco, every coach in the country has a way that they decompress after a highly emotional game. Um, I would guess that would qualify at UCF as, as an emotional game. How did you decompress after that? Hmm. Well, so the first the first part was a, a, a really long plane ride home, which so we arrived about four four or four thirty in the morning oh. on the way back, um, which was then Friday, and then. Uh, so met with our staff and went through all the film and made sure we saw what that looked like and, and talked about corrections. And then um, Friday night, I have no idea what I did Friday <laughs> night. Uh, Saturday met with the players and we went through the film that way and gave them a broad perspective of where we're going, what we're planning to do to get there, and then got into the specifics of the tactical part and then I believe it was a bike ride up to Squaw Peak. So that would that whole process, I guess, would be decompressing. It, so it takes a while. It takes Natural. a while, yeah. Talking to a number of players, um, they said it felt like a new season, and they, they used the word emotional. Like it was just the emotions were so high in that game. Um, from what you saw, do you feel encouraged? Oh, yeah. I, I think... Um, I think their description is accurate. Um, Utah State was really the second half was transitional. Where's Taysom? Who are we without him? Who picks up the slack? What does this look like now? How does that fit with this? And and so I think there was a, a kind of a finding, searching. How does that? How will our team look? Then there was a fast turnaround where I believed it was going to look like this. Follow this direction. Come together. Do this. And they did the very best they could. 
and played with a lot of heart, a lot of determination, a lot of grit, and executed well enough um, to match our opponent to get to overtime. And both teams made a lot of good plays. Both teams made some mistakes. And ultimately, it came down to uh, an overtime play and a call by an official and then a long plane ride home. But um, I was inspired by the way the guys played. I think they tried really hard, and they wanted to win well. They're, they're still learning um, what the preparation actually takes. The newer players, some of the role players now that are having elevated roles, are still learning what the preparation looks like and, and how much time it takes to do that outside of normal meetings and practice to actually perform at the different levels they're going to need to. Uh, but they're willing. How did Christian Stewart grow up as a quarterback in that game? Oh, I think quite a bit. He's had seven quarters now. The first half looked very much like the second half at Utah State, which was finding, exploring, poking, prodding, trying to feel exactly where his niche will be and how the offense will run with him at quarterback. And then there was a settling in, a composure, uh, an aggressiveness, a confidence that started to emerge in the third quarter that took us right to the end. And so... Um, the hope, it's not a promise, the hope is that the, that, that second half just kind of now continues into what, and for us as coaches, what we understand he can do at a higher level, what will suit him best, how to best complement what he might be able to uh, accomplish and keep building his confidence. What are the core objectives of this team right now at 4-2 and two as you begin the back half of the season? Yeah, there, there's just a couple of things. So with every plan and approach, there is certainly uh, the end which you have in mind, and, and I still think great things can happen. So you kind of hold that at your core, um, and you don't lose sight of that vision, but then you work backwards all the way into right now mm. and the tactical. And so each player uh, on each day has at least three specific things they are to work on at practice. And so they write that down, they document it, they're accountable to someone else. So that keeps them in the moment to really focus on things they can do that will actually affect that long-term outcome. And then that's kind of all under the, um, the arch or the context of really discipline. That means doing what they're supposed to do, how they're supposed to doing it consistently. This team needs quite a bit of that still. Um, and, and so under the discipline, I just mentioned the execution. Um, and then really just to maintain the optimism and effort that is going to drive all that. And so those are kind of the, the broader principles. Then you add, you add the specific things. and. I'm only willing to address them really day-to-day -day after I've already talked about the long-term and then just now forget about that. What is the feeling of your team as you address them in the locker room before practice now? I know it was super high, 4-0, ranked 18th. Now you've gone through some adversity. So what's, what's the feeling like now? Mm, it, it really wasn't um, kind of super high. And, okay. Um, it, was, um, it was easy. It was comfortable. Um, it was Taysom's here and everything's going to be okay. Um, and in a sense, that means that we know we're going to win, um, but my role probably won't have to be quite as much because that will always be. And so Certainly. Uh, it's, it's not saying that we are comfortable, uh, but there's actually more edge on our team now. There's more desire. There's more humility. There, there's more hunger. There's more determination. There's more unity. There's more grit. Um, whether that translates into better play or not, it will over time as long as they stay resilient enough. But I, I actually like um, where we currently are um, from uh, just being with my team. Trevor Maddich of ESPN says he expects a 
buzzsaw from BYU, and the Nevada is coming into a team that's really motivated. Mm. Uh, how do you see it as you prepare for the Wolfpack? I, I think mentally that part is accurate, that um, we are motivated. Um, the buzzsaw will only happen if the execution matches the motivation, and that will only happen as the players put in the extra time, extra effort, and focus on every rep that we have in practice and the meetings to make sure their execution can match their motivation. If not, they'll be trying really hard, which they did against Central Florida, and the execution will get us just close enough to have a chance at the end. Um, a buzzsaw would mean that um, our execution is so far superior that the opponent really can't match it. And that's quite a big jump from where we were. I want you to know I've ordered some super-duper ankle tape nice. to uh, try and help out the BYU Cougars. That, that's really good. We could, we could use <laughs> as thick of ankle tape as you got. Okay. On that note, uh, just a quick update on, on some of the injuries. Who, who's ready, who's not, who's questionable? Not, not much different. Um, still, most of the players that were out versus Central Florida will be out this game, I, I would be surprised, again, if we play with a different team than what we had okay. versus Central Florida. Bronco, you're a good man. <laughs> I wish you the best as you move right. forward. Appreciate it. Okay, thanks, Bronco. Okay. BYU football all access there with the head coach, Bronco Mendenhall. Again, every week I have a chance to go one-on-one with him. I thought... Uh, What's your score? Like, how many times have you beaten him one-on-one? Have I, have I beaten him one-on-one? I don't think Bronco oh, you wants just me to, to oh, never divulge mind. that kind I, of information. Okay, I... Th- on I a, thought you were on like a national simulcast. Like one on one, I won seven four this week. Or whatever. How do you win seven? What are we playing? I don't know. That's <laughs> what I. I want you and Bronco to go one on one in something. Like every week, it's like we talk and we play one on one in something else. Bronco, let's play. Let's we play, play Yahtzee, checkers, thumb wrestling. Like I don't know <laughs> something that we can do on camera. Without Basketball, yeah. <laughs> exerting too much energy. I've seen some people's comments about how there's no interest left in BYU season. Come on. You're kidding yourselves. If you All right, think... we, we'll be here watching. If you're not, whatever. Guess what? They still watch. You all still watch. I know you do. I know you do. Okay, and it starts tomorrow against Nevada. Here's why. BYU can set up a magical 2015 run if they finish the season strong. If they can do something that nobody expects them to do now, except maybe the coaches and players and a few blue-goggled fans, myself included, and win nine or ten games then they're in great position with the prospect of Taysom Hill and Jamal Williams coming back as seniors for an unprecedented schedule. There's plenty to play for. Also, you play to win the game. Some people think Taysom Hill might go pro after this year. I think that is a wild thought. I don't think Taysom Hill would be drafted if he went pro right now. My thoughts. BYU is bigger than just football. Personalities, mission of the school, and whether you like it or not, religion is tied into that. It's not just about football. But I want it to be a lot about football. <laughs> <laughs> Boom shakalaka tonight on BYU TV. How does Skyler Halford defend his three-point title? We'll ask the Sports Nation Karma Pioneer next. And now, back to more BYU Sports Nation. Welcome back. Thanks, Jerem. For that additional musical awesomeness. Still can't believe The Roots did that for us. This theme music is <laughs> amazing, man. We are in Radio Vision on BYU Radio and on BYU TV. Download the show podcast on iTunes or subscribe to the widely popular RSS feed on BYUSportsNation.com. Football tomorrow, 9 Eastern time. Countdown kickoff is live on BYU TV, BYU in Nevada. We'll get you set for that live on ESPN. That is a 10:21 kick with the possibility of a five-minute slide to 10:26 VSPN. Says it an hour before. These are the things I have to know and think about. 
But 9 Eastern time, countdown to kickoffs tomorrow. Watch it as Spencer Linton gets you ready for the Wolfpack <laughs> and Cougars. Just me. It's me. And I apologize there will be other if people that makes with you, you unhappy. It's gonna, it might get cold on that set tomorrow night. How do you feel about tomorrow's BYU-Nevada game? Nervous or confident? Jeremy and I both said yes. that we're nervous for different reasons. Why do you feel what you feel? Use the hashtag BYUSN to join the conversation. Resetting some of our trending topics. Boom shakalaka. Use the hashtag BYUBoom tonight as you're watching the BYU Basketball Showcase, whether it's on BYU TV or on Watch ESPN. Jerem Jordan might dunk if we get enough tweets, right? I don't even know how that'd be possible barring some kind of uh, performance-aiding Nobody object. said anything about not having a trampoline. I just right, said... Right. Yeah. I, just I don't said even know that. that, man. My knees will buckle, tear my ACL or something. <laughs> Volleyball at San Diego tonight. The ninth-ranked Cougars looking for a 12th consecutive win. And as Jerry mentioned, countdown to kickoff tomorrow. 9 Eastern, 7 Mountain on BYU TV. A near and dear friend of BYU Sports Nation. His name is Skylar Halford. Back on the set. What's that? What's that? Skylar, how you feeling, man? Good. How are you guys doing? We are fantastic. Good. <clears throat> we we want to bring this about because if you're new to the program, if you're not new, you you know Skyler very well. But if you're new to the program, we program. initially noticed the BYU Sports Nation karma effect with you. Like you were the guy that really brought it to the forefront. This is absolutely true. <laughs> pioneer. So, this morning we were thinking about like Isaac Newton with the apple and gravity. Like gravity is the karma, and the apple was you. Blop. Like ah, <laughs> enlightenment gave you the karma. Twenty-eight points that next game. That, in was, a game that, that was amazing. In uh, a game that BYU desperately hey, needed to win. San Diego. Thanks to the karma, you know, it started. <laughs> it got a whole thing going here. At BYU. It's nuts. Your family has benefited from this as well. Your brother-in-law made the Kansas City Chiefs. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> we take so much credit. Yes, it's yes stupid we do. How yes, much we credit do. we're taking? Shameless yeah. plugs. Also, yeah, and Kansas City Royals. Jeremy Guthrie. He was on the show. That's a stretch, man. Hey. It, it works. I like it. It's real. <laughs> You're trying to defend your three-point contest tonight at Boom Shakalaka. How do you make that happen? Oh, man, it's as simple as making shots. That's all it is, man. You just got to stay calm. Thanks those... for the time, Skylar. We appreciate you coming on <laughs> yeah. the program. Today, yeah, you're man. welcome. Nice, nice job, dude. I'm out of here. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah, I got to, you know, I'm trying to motivate my teammate. As you know, this year we got the whole teammate slide going on, and Zojan Harry's going to be with me. So I'm really excited. Seasoned vet. Calm, composed shooter. She'll do, she'll do great. Composed. Yeah. Well, it's a little it's a little different setup because the, there's kind of light. There's like mood lighting, you know, for a, this kind of event, and it's made for television and for the fans, you know, in there. So it's a little different. It's dark in some spots. Lines. What were the challenges of uh, that environment shooting as opposed to a normal game? Yeah, I remember going into that first rack last year uh, thinking, man, that light is really bright right there. Like, <laughs> where is that rim? But lucky enough, I actually remember getting on a roll in the last couple racks, which was were the ones that helped me win. So the first racks were a little sketchy because of that lighting. But, you know, you just got to get used to it, adjust the goggles. Exactly. We know all about the, <laughs> the goggles, The three-point goggles, Here. right? Here on, dude. The blue three-point goggles, exactly. Well, is, do I wear these tonight? Yeah. Can I go for it? <laughs> if, you, if you want a degree of difficulty or something, yeah. You, you mentioned uh, the pairings. Let's go over those pairings right now. So in the three-point shootout, uh, it's you and Jojon Harry. You mentioned that. Uh, Chase Fisher and Lexi Eaton. It's good. That's a good duo. Hey, good competition. Tyler Haas and I forgot some of the first. Ky- Kylie Ma- Maeda? Kylie Maeda. Okay. Uh, Winder and Broadhead. Toulson. Cassie Broadhead, yep. 
Toulson and Morrison, Nixon and Fuller. I think Toulson and Morrison could be a tricky, a tricky duo there. Mm. I'm, I'm saying they're they're a dark horse. For <laughs> okay, you. if you're gonna win, who's gonna finish in second of that of oh, that group? Oh man, you can let's see. See here, if you want. Hey, run. Chase is talking really confident. Wait, what? Really? Are you is that serious? a surprise? I really? can't believe it. <laughs> that, unbelievable. That guy's so shy. Hey, and we were we were hearing you know talk from the marketing group. Oh, Lexi, she missed like one shot. She practiced it all yesterday. So you know they hmm. they look pretty strong, but. Hey, Lexi is not Zojan, so we're just going to put it Oh, whoa, what? Wow, Shut wow, it. back, wow. <laughs> How do you stave off trash talk from one Chase Fisher? Oh, man, you just got to buy into it and jump right into the fire, you know? Because he creates a fire, and you've got to jump right in and battle back. Shoot him with the water gun or something. I don't know. Cool as flame. They do call him La Flama Blanca. You know that, right? No. The La- white flame. La Flama Blanca. That's La Flama he, Blanca. I think it was self-proclaimed, but there's just, you know... <laughs> Why did we not know this? How did this take so long to discover this? La Flama Blanca. That's, that's fantastic. The things Hashtag we learn on La Flama Blanca. I don't even know if that's... Is that how you say it in Spanish? I don't even know. I don't came know. Up with it, you but. and I went to the same mission, yeah. actually, different years. Yeah, Portuguese. We thing, know yeah. Portuguese. Puerto Alegre North. All how, do you say the, how do you say the white flame in Portuguese? It'd be what? Flama Branca? Yeah. Huh? Branca right? instead of Blanca. Yeah. Yes. Portuguese and Spanish are so different. <laughs> One way yeah. different. Wow, that Crazy. is super banana, different. lasagna. You, yeah. you brought us uh, a goodie here to to preview tonight's Boom Shakalaka. What is, what is that? This will be one of what the trophy tonight will look like nice. you know, for all three competitions. Right? Year. Yeah. I think I believe so. And then I think on the back it'll say like three point shootout contest winner, slam dunk contest winner. I don't know, something like that. Bmock. Yeah, big man on campus. So three point <coughs> competition is uh, one of three competitions. So let's go over the others and get your opinion on who you think is going to win. We'll save dunk for last. So let's go skill competition. Team Garfield, Ashley Garfield, Jordan Chapman, Ryan Andrus, Amanda Wayman. Team Collinsworth, Kyle Collinsworth, Luke Worthington, Savannah Irwin, Carly Stratton. Team Bailey, Morgan Bailey, Kyle Davis, Maddie Zering Smith, son of uh, daughter of Michael Smith, by the way. Jamal Ates and Team Austin, Nate Austin. Michaela Orton, is that Michaela? Michaela Orton, Jordan Ellis, and Hannah Hackard. Who do you think wins the skills competition? Hey, watch out for Nate's team. I'm just going to mm. put team, that right. team Austin. And it's all because of the half court shot. Seriously? Because yes. it takes it down 10 seconds, right? Yeah, yes, and I think yes. if you get that, you're going to be the winner. I mean, it'll be you know pretty close in times, but Nate's been practicing that half court shot. Has he been practicing a jump hook or more a half-court <laughs> shot? Like, just wondering. No, after the jump hooks, then oh, he goes to his uh, half-court okay. shot practice. <laughs> yeah, that, that's fun because there's a lot of uh, different skills that you need to have to get around there. Okay, so Team yeah. Austin. I'm, I'm going to go – oh, we need to weigh in on the three-point shootout. Okay, let's go skills then three-point. Okay. Early pick. I'm going to go Team Collinsworth. I'm going with Team Austin. In, in spite of Luke Worthington. I'm going Team Austin. Skyler says Team Austin's the team to I'm watch. I'm giving huh? Absolutely. I, I am going with that. We already know who's going to win a three-point competition. Yeah, right? yeah. Okay. Who's gonna L- win? Listen, I'm going to give you some motivation. <laughs> I'm going to go with Fisher Eaton. Okay. Oh! Hey, you know what? Look, he's trying to just you, light I know, that flame. I know you're the champ, but yes, I want to light that flame over you. All right. We'll shoot it It out. really depends on Jojan Harry, right? Hey, you know what? She's great. We're going to I think it depends on them. I think they're <laughs> Look at that. Look at that. <laughs> they're nervous about us. Confident. <laughs> Okay, dunk contest. Everybody loves this the dunk be, contest. The dunk contest is going to be fun. Here are the four participants. Corbin Kafusi, Josh Sharp, Frank Bartley, Isaac Nielsen. For people that don't know about Corbin, I mean, we've heard things like when he first played pickup ball, they were like, dude, Blake Griffin style. It was crazy, man. <laughs> Tyler was like, we need you on the team, bro. Okay, what, what does Corbin do that makes him an exciting dunker? He, 
I mean, he's huge. He's like 6'10", big body, but he has some sort of jumping ability that, you know, you don't see in 6'10 guys. Mm. You don't see that kind of bounce in 6'10 guys. So, I mean, I'm excited to see what he has to do along with the other guys. I've heard a couple of ideas, which I'm kind of excited about. (laughs) Get kind of creative. It'll be fun. But, uh, yeah, it'll be a good time. So Corbin, to me, is the favorite in this. In, despite tremendous dunks from Josh Sharp and Frank Bartley last year. Right. I thought they were great. Josh Sharp made Sports Center by jumping over his wife and then, and then <laughs> kissing her quite big, passionately. Yeah, big old kiss on her. A big old kiss. And then Frank Bartley jumped over Eric Mika left-handed. Right. That was amazing. I loved it. Isaac Nielsen, another big guy. Uh, he, I, Isaac, I think, is going to need to have some creativity to be able to surpass yeah. kind of what we saw from last year. You lighting the fire under Isaac right now? Yes, Jay? I am. Listen, I'm not here to just be a cheerleader. I'm here to light some <laughs> fires. Let's go. Let's play. Team team ball here. Hey, let's. I want to ask you about the Timpanogos connection, Skylar. We're going to step away from Boom Shakalaka and basketball just for a second, because I know you're you're a little bit more invested, perhaps, than others. Because Christian Stewart, your Timpanogos high school comrade, is Same now here. the quarterback for BYU. What kind of conversations have you had with Christian as he's now taken on his new role? Uh, I, I just texted him the night, you know, that everything happened and, you know, Taysom got hurt and everything. And, and he's really confident. I mean, he's just been – and why shouldn't he be, you know? It's his senior year. He's got nothing to lose. Uh, and, and I'm just super happy for him and the opportunity that he has. You know, he's he's a great guy. Uh, he, he just seems excited at the moment. And, I mean, he I thought he played really good against UCF, had those three touchdowns and – uh, he just kind of needs to get into rhythm with everybody. And, I mean, he hasn't played with any of these guys really in games. So uh, I'm excited to see what he does tomorrow against Nevada. Uh, he, he's just a great athlete. He's got a heck of an arm. He can throw the ball like a mile. That's what everybody – Throw the pigskin a quarter mile, right? Yeah, exactly. Throw it right over them right there in the mountains right Good over mountains. there. <laughs> we wouldn't want to stay, no doubt. <laughs> no doubt. Tell us something about his character since you went to, like, elementary school with him too Yeah. Uh, that, that BYU fans should be excited about. <laughs> Because they're trying to get to know this guy. Hey, he's feisty. He's, he's, a, he's a battle. Me and him were always on opposite teams at recess at school. We, we got in trouble a few times. <laughs> Some ep- epic tetherball oh, we, battles. No, football. And I, well, one time we were playing, and uh, I, was, I was pretty upset at him. And I, I threw the ball and hit him in the head with the football. <laughs> and, and it's just that's our, that was our relationship growing up, but we were like best of friends. It was crazy. Sounds volatile. <laughs> so he's, I mean, he's a fierce competitor. That's, that's what I think I can, you know, okay. the best way to s- describe it is Christian, he's just a fierce competitor and he wants to win everything he, he plays. I'm guessing you know? if you threw the ball at his head, you have some of that fierceness in you as well, right? <laughs> yeah. We learned that, I think, from each other. So, yeah, we grew up just being competitive kids and no matter what we play. We played basketball, recess, football, and... Just everything. So speaking ahead, I heard you took a blow to the head yesterday. Oh yeah, I did. Yeah, practice got a couple stitches, three stitches in here. So hashtag preseason practice. Yeah. Hashtag did someone throw practice. a football at you? <laughs> Christian, Christian Stewart came in. Come in. And just, <laughs> wham, and I was just out, and everyone's like sniper. No, I'm just oh, no, Skyler Halper with us on BYU Sports Nation previewing BYU basketball. The showcase tonight. Boom shakalaka. What was your favorite moment other than winning the three point competition last year? From Boom Shakalaka. Uh, man, let's see. I I love the whole little motorcycle come in with Eric and Luke, <laughs> and Luke trying to drive off on it, and Eric, and they're just like it's a tiny motorcycle, and just seeing him try and drive out was it was hilarious. I loved it, and then 
just being with the guys and with family and the fans were great last year. It was packed. packed. We we had never done that, so we weren't sure what kind of reception it would get. Yeah. It was amazing. No, it was awesome. BYU, I, they love basketball. Mm, they love hoops. It was great. And it's the first chance for BYU, uh, BYU fans to see you guys and the women's team, too, is is more involved this year. So it's going to be fun. Uh, give us in one word, since you've practiced for almost two weeks now with the team, to describe this year's men's basketball team. Defense is the first word Ooh, that comes to my mind. Okay. I like that answer. Yeah. Defense is the first word that comes to my mind. We're, getting, we're definitely focusing on being more of a defensive team this year. It's kind of the mantra of our team. And I think the fourth competition tonight is going to be like defensive stance, you know, the slides. <laughs> the slides Boring! <laughs> no, we're not going to do that. You can go sideline to sideline the quickest. <laughs> <laughs> you'd be, right, you'd be go, up there. Go, go. You'd compete for that. Yeah, Coach, Rose gets a, Coach Rose gets upset about something. We're doing Z-drills! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Z drills, exactly. No! Oh, Skyler, have you signed our BYU Sports Nation Rise Up flag? Have I? Yeah. I don't know if I have. Well, I think you should sign it. We don't know it. either. If there's two Skyler there's two, is that okay? Son, that's okay, because you're the BYU Sports Nation Karma Pioneer. Okay, so I, I can't read two. any of these signatures anyway. Even, if, know even if you have, like, we will take two from you. Okay. Oh, I like that. Skyler Halford, you can watch him in Boom Shakalaka 2.0 tonight. Yep. On BYU TV and watch ESPN. Jeremy and I will host that. You okay with that, by the way? Oh, we're of course. When I heard that, I was like, this thing is on. Awesome. Going. <laughs> hey, pop quiz, Jerem. Ocean's Eleven was filmed in Reno, Nevada. True or false? Find out the answer to that next on BYU Sports oh, Nation. So, so easy. Bring it, man. <laughs> BYU Sports Nation presented by the BYU Store, your home for authentic BYU products. What do you want to do tonight? Play sports for the for the team. 9 p.m. Eastern <laughs> tonight and tomorrow. Good neighbor stuff on YouTube. <laughs> if you're like, huh? Uh, that happens oh. a lot probably on this team. 9 p.m. Eastern tonight is Boom Shakalaka. 9 p.m. Eastern tomorrow is Countdown to Kickoff. So make sure you watch live or uh, set your DVR or whatever. We are broadcasting in Radio Vision on BYU Radio and on BYU TV. We're bringing back a segment that we haven't done in quite a while Bring here on BYU back. Sports Nation. And that is, let's learn a little bit about Nevada. We like to call it Know the Foe. BYU Sports Nation asks, do you know the foe? Yes. I miss this segment so much. <laughs> we used to do it when we were radio only a lot. Okay, I'll let you go first. What are the colors of Nevada? Blue and silver. Nailed it. Yeah! yeah. Ooh. Ooh, I forgot we had that too. It's been so long. I know, it's been a while. Yeah, this is fantastic. Okay, Jerem. The State University of Nevada was started in which Nevada city? Elko. Very good. Okay, was it Nevada established before or after BYU? Nevada was established before BYU. By one year! Yeah. 1874. Be- yep, hashtag Brigham. Before BYU. Okay. The pop quiz that I gave you before we went to break. Ocean's mm-hmm. Eleven was filmed in Reno, Nevada. True or false? Wait, part or all? What, what do you mean? Answer the question. Like, any, like anything? Answer the question. You answer my question. <laughs> um, I'll go false. True, because the original Ocean's Eleven in 1960 was filmed oh, the in original. Reno, okay. Nevada. Well done. Well done. Uh, which, let's see, true or false? Nevada was independent in football for ten seasons. It wasn't ten seasons. I say false. You're right. It was eleven. <laughs> Sixty-nine to seventy-nine. That's ten years. I was totally lucky. Seasons. Yes, I thought you were going to say like, no, it was only of seven. Of course. Woo, that was lucky. Okay. True or false, Jerem, it's technically okay to call it UNR. It's true. 
That yeah. is true. You can call that. I did check with Nevada Sports Information. Uh, the football team's Nevada, but the university, you can say UNR, or NEV for the tri There's this okay. big debate between UNLV and UNR. Like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, like Cal Berkeley, Cal, yeah. UCLA. Okay, the student newspaper is called uh, one of the following. The Nevada Mountain, the Nevada Sagebrush, the Nevada Tumbleweed, the Nevada Plain Dealer. <laughs> let's, go, let's go with the tumbleweed. Nope, Nevada Sagebrush. Oh. That's, that is the name. But, but BYU's is the universe. Okay, last one. Can you name <laughs> can all... You go wider? Can you go The universe. Can you name all three of the Nevada mascot names? Yes, I can. Uh, let's see. Alfie. Are you Wolfie looking? Junior. Alfie, Wolfie Jr., and Luna. Very good. They introduced Luna last year. The <laughs> sister of Alfie and Wolfie Jr. <laughs> the things that you wouldn't know if you didn't when, watch this show. When will BYU have um, Hispanic Cosmo, Cosmito? When when will that happen? Or Cosmina? The female Cosmi- theme- Cosmito. <laughs> I'm serious. Hi. Hey, come back and watch. BYU Sports Nation presented in part by DexterLaw.com. Help when you need it most. Welcome back, Spencer Linton and Jerem Jordan on a Friday. This is how we do it. Hashtag Montel Jordan. You know what time uh, it yeah, is? I do. It's time for the Cougar Whip Around Men's Basketball. It's Boom Shakalaka tonight on BYU TV and watch ESPN live from the Smithfield House at 9 Eastern. It's a BYU Basketball Showcase featuring the men and women's teams. The event includes three point shootout, skills competition, and dunk contest. Jazz Bear. Cougars in the NFL. In the NFL? Or the Association. Or the Association. Cougars in the Association. That's more like it. Yeah, Jimmer Fredette's streak of preseason double digit games. Came to an end last night, scored five points, but he played 20 minutes, dished out four assists in a 120-86 win over the Thunder. Brandon Davies started for the 76ers, scored three points, grabbed four rebounds, and also had three assists. The Sixers lost to the Celtics by 20. Women's Volleyball. The ninth-ranked women's volleyball team looks to make it 12 straight tonight against San Diego. Watch it live on the W.TV at 10 Eastern time. Founded by the Soccer. The 19th-ranked women's soccer team in... Los Angeles tonight to take on LMU. A victory tonight would make it nine straight for the Cougars. And we're talking untied, unbeaten. The match begins at 10 Eastern. Cougars in the PGA. After the first round of the Shriners Open in Las Vegas, Nevada, Zach Blair is at one under. Daniel Summerhays is one over through six holes (gasps) in his second round. (laughs) Spencer, back to you in the clubhouse. The bird noises are well placed. At Butler Cabin. Justin Timberlake here for birdie. He actually hosts that, that golf tournament. It's really cool. Makes it cool now. Today's Rise and Shout brought to you by Dexter and Dexter Help when you need it most. DexterLaw.com. How about we give it to BYU Athletic Marketing? Putting together Boom Shakalaka, getting all this stuff ready for us. Oh, yeah. And for BYU TV, teaming up to produce Jerem and Kyle Chilton's brainchild. Oh, enough about us. Let's just enjoy the night. Uh, I want to I give a rise and shout separately to Skyler Halford, who, who threw a football at Christian Stewart's head in elementary school. <laughs> That's what we learned. That was a fantastic story. And then the other day, yesterday, uh, Skyler gets an elbow uh, from one of his teammates. An and gets, elbow. Gets stitches and turned and told us, like, sniper! Like he thought maybe Christian Stewart had... Jokingly come favor. back. Yeah. He came in with a he's just, he's just chucked kidding. a football at his head. He's just having fun with us, but that's that's <laughs> hilarious. How do you feel about tomorrow's BYU Nevada football game? Nervous or confident? And why? Let's go back to the Twitter machine. You got tweets. At G Merrill77. Nervous! 
Three exclamation marks. <laughs> you read that perfectly. Too many unanswered questions still. Yes, yes. Because of the injuries. You're like, who, who going to be out there? At stick a fork in me. <laughs> C. Stewart is no T. Hill, but T. Hill is no C. Stewart. These are all scientific facts. And I, for one, I added the scientific fact. And, f- and I, for one, have the utmost confidence in C. Stewart. C.S. Just play your game, dude. At Stick a Fork in Me sent you a tweet last night that I thought was really funny with some magazines labeled. Oh, yeah, yeah. Grit. Our grit conversation it was like, did you mean this? And it was a, there's a magazine called Grit. It's like gardening or something. <laughs> I also learned that Steve Young's dad, his middle name is Grit. Grit Young. Yep. Yeah. So, so, there, so there's that. So maybe we shouldn't write off that word just yet. Are we going back to that? No, I don't we're know. We're back to no, the we're not, great we're conversation. Not, we're not going back to that. Thought we had moved on, people. Hey, <laughs> it's not 2012 anymore. Let's move on from that, okay? Okay. But it's back, and there's a quarterback. Continue to use the hashtag BYUS and send in your responses. Do you feel confident or nervous about BYU football heading in to the Nevada game tomorrow night on ESPN2? Mm-hmm. Two. Yeah. Uh, at Parker Lauren just sent this tweet in. And this is in, in response to something that I said earlier about uh, the crowd that says, I'm not watching anymore. I'm not interested. Yeah. Come on, Spencer. Ignore the I'm not watching crowd. Not worth even acknowledging. Don't waste a breath on them. Hmm. There's that. Okay. Listen, I'm so intrigued by what happens tomorrow. It's a really important game for BYU. Five and two Win or anyway. four and three. I yeah. repeat, five it, and you two t- you turn, or four and three. Man, you really go two different directions based on how... How things go. This is a turning point game. Goes. You all know that. Big thanks to Bronco Mendenhall and Skyler Halford and everyone on our crew. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram at BYU Sports Nation. The show on demand on BYUSportsNation.com and BYUTV.org slash DVR. For the man in forever plaid, Jerem Jordan, I am Spencer Linton. Shout out to Joe Seminoff. Raise your hands up if you know who I'm talking yes. about. Boom shakalaka tonight. Don't miss it. 9 Eastern. We'll be back to work on BYUSN on Monday in Radio Vision.